Welcome to Santos Brothers Eats. Food worth mentioning. Are you ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so welcome back to Santos Brothers Eats. I'm Kenny Santos. I'm with my brother, Chef Jeff Santos, and uh, we're going to be talking about some food worth mentioning. Welcome back, Jeff. Oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, how are you doing, Ken? I'm doing excellent. We went to another festival this weekend. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Uh, this time it was the uh, Fried Chicken Festival. Another beautiful day to be out in food trucks. We were commenting on this uh, festival. was really advertised on Facebook. A lot of vendors were out there. Uh, a, lot, a lot of vendors that we knew and some new ones as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And when, uh, when we got there, it was a, it, the lineup was long. Um, we, we actually had dinner with the family and then we ended up going for a walk and then we went to the festival just to, you know, just try some things out. And uh, when we got there, it was about a, a 30 minute wait to get in. And then yeah. when we got in, the waits were pretty short. Uh, for oh, the, they were. And, and honestly, it wasn't that long. Like no. 30 minutes. I mean, it's not that long. We've waited longer. Other oh, yeah. Places, you know, exactly right. Absolutely. Exactly so right. We did have some fried chicken and we had some things mm -hmm. on our list that we wanted to have. And we were lucky we were able to have everything on our list. Actually, there's only two things on our list. So Yeah. There um, were two things on the list, and then we, we, we got a little bonus third thing. Um, oh, yes. And uh, yeah. And what we chose, we enjoyed immensely. Absolutely. All three options. Yeah. And so this one is something that Diana, of course, you guys have heard of Diana before. She's been on the podcast, sorry, on the podcast. It's Jeff's wife. And she pointed out that she wanted something from a place called Isabella's Boutique Restaurant. Mm -hmm. If you go on their website, it says the original mochi donuts of Canada. And uh, what, what's mochi, Jeff? Uh, mochi, it's a, a rice flour, rice flour pastry. And when they make the mochi donuts, it actually has a distinct shape. Think like a like uh, like a Tim Hortons cruller. It sort of has those wedges, but not as defined, um, or like a baby's toy sort of idea. Um, so it's a mochi donut, and sh and the reason why Diana can have it because as as we said before, she's gluten intolerant. Absolutely, and and uh, when you know during she brought up that she wanted to eat that. You know, we have a little. Uh, you know, uh, just a little chat. And then she says, I want to try this. I said, that looks like it's so good. It was the mochi donut. Do you say Karaj? Is that how you say that, Jeff? Karaje. Karaje. Yes. Uh, sandwich. So it's a mochi donut Karaje sandwich. It's two maple glazed fresh mochi donuts with Karaje fried chicken topped with a, oh, how I hope I say it is right. Togarashi slaw. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Nice. That's it. Nice. And so what exactly, so Karaje, what's that, Jeff? Because I, I uh, explain it to me. So basically Karaje is a Japanese fried chicken. Mm. Uh, we, we did mention KFC in one of our, um, our earlier podcasts, the Korean fried chicken. Um, but Karaje is the Japanese cooking method of frying chicken. Um, and usually it's smaller pieces of chicken with flour or cornstarch or potato starch. Um, and the chicken is actually marinated before cooking. And in Southern, like Nashville fried chicken, uh, they do some, a similar process where they actually marinate the chicken in buttermilk. Um, it's mixture, like buttermilk is a, basically milk with a bit of vinegar or just a, make it sour. And that helps keep the chicken moist um, while, 
when it's deep fried frying and marinating in karaji style adds a bit more flavor to the actual meat itself. So that, that's what karaji is. And it was a really, really good sandwich. It was, yeah. Uh, a bit spicy, like the, uh, the, the coleslaw that Ken mentioned is a, bit, is, is a bit spicy, but it actually added to the taste because we got the, the karaji itself wasn't that spicy. It was like a bit salty. So we had the salt from the chicken, uh, the sweetness of the donut itself, and then the, the, the coleslaw itself also added to the flavor and, and more crunch as well. Yeah, yeah. The slaw added uh, so, so this extra texture element to it. I, now, now I understand why you let me have all the slaw. There was a lot of slaw that was kind of left over. And, you just, and I asked you if you wanted it, and you said no. Yeah. Now I understand. It was just too spicy for you. Actually, I really yeah. liked that slaw. It was very, okay. very good. And so it's called the Tugarashi slaw. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, very, very good sandwich. I don't think that that's on their menu, like at their brick and mortar location. It's called Isabel yeah. Peak Restaurant. I, I think we mentioned that a lot of these um, food trucks, when they, when they go out to these restaurant festivals, that they'll actually make something new that they only will, will put on for this festival. Um, and I'm thinking, I think you're right. Let me just check then. I, I don't think it is on their menu. Like, do they even... Do they even offer chicken? Uh, give me one second. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. Uh, while I'm looking it up, so the actual donut itself, uh, the mochi donut is called a pondering uh, mm-hmm. donut. And it's basically made of eight dough balls connected together. Um, and it's named after, it's, I'm looking online, and the name Pond de Lucy came from uh, Pau de Cuejo, a popular Brazilian cheese ball made of tapioca flour. Oh. So that's how, I guess, how the mochi donut sort of distinct shape of the mochi donut came to be. And so they copied that sort of shape and, and the way of, of making the donut itself. Cool. Yeah. Actually, I, I actually just made it onto their website. They actually do offer a garage mochi donut sandwich. They okay, have, awesome. So they, they do have it. I was wrong. So, uh, so if you want to try it, you know, it's, it's Isabella's uh, Boutique Restaurant. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, and we'll leave, make sure to, to leave their, their website in, in, uh, up in the food notes, up in the description. Yeah, and, and because the, they are a Japanese restaurant, their donuts aren't the usual flavor. I'm on their website now. They have lychee, mango, uh, lemon meringue, which is usual, black sesame, ube, and Earl Grey donut flavors. Where are so, they yeah. located, Jeff? Do you know? Uh, they're in Queen Street East. So, um, like beaches? Or? Yeah, beaches area. Oh, nice. uh, name of that park, right? Name of that park that's right on Queen Street East. It's just, just in that location there. So in between, uh, just after Coxwell. Ah, okay. Yeah, I see. After Main, Main. I apologize. Main, Main Street, Main, Main and Queen Street East. Oh, they're really east. Yes, they are. Yeah. Okay. What would you rate the sandwich? Because I really liked it. I I I give it a hmm, probably eight out of ten. I give it eight point five. Um, yeah, hmm. I, I think. Like the donuts itself are good, but for a sandwich, if the donut is a bit bigger, because the chicken we had was was a pre- pretty big piece. Yeah. Um. So I, I tried to cut it in four because uh, actually Ken was with us as well. Sorry, Dylan was with us, so there was four of us: myself, Ken, my wife Dylan, my son, my wife Diana, and my son Dylan. Yeah. Uh, so when I tried to cut it in, th- in four pieces, it was hard to hard because one piece had a big chicken, or one piece had a small piece of donut. So maybe a a bigger donut, if possible. Okay. Um, 
to, to make it. So yeah, but taste wise, yeah, still eight out of ten. Good combination of sweet and salty for myself. Yeah, I give it an eight point five. Would I give it higher? Would I give it a nine? No, I would give it an eight point five. It's a good. I really liked it. I like the slaw. I like the chicken. Mm-hmm. I like the donut. I like. Uh, you know, just picture, you know, it, it did have that feel of like that chicken and waffles feel with the donut. Yes. So. Exactly yeah. right. And All right. And then uh, after that, stopped by, um, I think we mentioned this, uh, a friend of mine owns a food truck called Dopa's Duck. The one thing that attracted us to, to, to Dopa's Duck was uh, the mozzarella chicken balls. And Ken saw that first. And so Ken, what'd you think of those? So I ended up getting the mozzarella chicken balls. It came four to an order. And I thought, well, let's just get these because there's four of us. We could have one each. Mm-hmm. and I wasn't expecting much. And you just think like chicken balls, kind of like you'd get at like a, you know, like a North American style Chinese restaurant kind of chicken balls. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. And then they said mozzarella. I thought there'd be cheese in them. Well, they looked like that. Um, there was a, like a ch- uh, chipotle aioli that was put on them. It was served kind of okay. like on a stick. But that breading, that breading on that was absolutely mm-hmm. spectacular. I remember talking about it and asking, I was like, that is, that is so good. How do you do that? You know? And yeah. uh, your friend's name is Ray, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Owner of Dopa's Duck. Yes. Yeah. And thought just it was so, so good. I was so pleased with how tasty those chicken balls were. I give those chicken balls like a nine out of 10. Yeah, they think? were good. Yeah. Cause like you said, when you first see chicken balls, you are thinking like the sort of Chinese American, or Chinese Canadian chicken balls that you would see in like Mandarin. But yeah, the addition of the mozzarella, mozzarella inside and then the breading itself, like these aren't your ordinary chicken balls. Yeah, these were delicious. So good, yeah. So like yeah. I said, uh, 8.5, 9 out of 10 for those. What, what would you rate them? Yeah, same thing. Yeah, same thing. 8.5 yeah. out of 10. And then we um, had a chance to taste his, uh, you know, signature fried chicken, he called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this, I, I, this is my personal favorite. Um, the, like I said, usually with fried chicken, you sort of marinate it. He had his, I believe in a, a bit of a, like, I could be wrong. I didn't ask his, what his ingredients were, but I could taste it had a curry in there and then the breading in itself and the chicken skin, the, everything on that was just, was just perfect for me. It, that mm-hmm. was such a pleasant surprise. Like mm-hmm. when I tasted that, I was so incredibly pleased with everything about it. Now were the, were those chicken breasts, Jeff? Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was white. Uh, it was white meat. It was white meat, but it had yeah. the juiciness of dark meat. Yeah, and, and that's what we do with fried chicken. You marinate it in in a marinade or with, in buttermilk, and that helps keep the chicken moist mm. after deep fried frying. And he added something to that marinade. I I, I tasted a bit of curry, but yeah, it, it was delicious. So and the and I cannot rave more or enough about how crispy the skin was. I remember I kept asking you, how did he do it? And he kept saying, well, it was made with cornstarch, but then it was like these chunks were off the side, kind of like, yeah. uh, and I said, well, is it because it's lumpy? Is that why like that, that, that corn stop, the, yeah. the cornstarch batter, was it kind of lumpy? So a bunch of pieces were stuck on when he put it in, yeah. the, in, the, in the fryer? Yeah, so l- let me just correct myself. So basically what, what you do with, with chicken, you have, you coat the chicken in marinade first in buttermilk or marinade, you put the chicken itself in flour mm-hmm. and or cornstarch. I prefer cornstarch itself. It helps add to the crunchiness. Yeah. Then you put it into an egg wash, uh, basically an egg and, and water. And then in there is different breading. So the breading itself, I wasn't too sure what the breading was. But whatever okay. it was, it was flavored. It was delicious. There were clumps of it that added just to the crunchiness of it. It was just so good. 
It was good. It's probably yeah. the best chicken, fried chicken I've ever had. Oh yeah, so, yeah. yeah, hands down. I, I want to say this is, is I want to really focus on this. You know, is that this is kind of like the the distinction between a place like a, a Jolly Bee or a Popeyes versus like a KFC. The Jolly Bee and, and the Popeyes they have that crispiness, like those chunks that are just almost about to fall off kind yeah. of thing that that are super crispy. And and then the KFC, while the chicken's you know it's it's okay. But like it, in the and you expect the chick the skin to be crispy, it turns out to be more greasy and soggy. Right, and so so good, so good. It's almost like they like I, I always suspect like like Popeyes like like you know when when they put that the batter and then they put that breading on top that like they also wrap it or they roll it up in like uh, what do you call it like uh, what's that cereal uh, cornflakes or something. Oh, cornflakes yeah. Yeah, and so there was that feel for that, but this was so much. It was like so many notches higher than anything oh, yeah. else I've ever had. Yeah. I want to give it a 10 out of 10. The only reason why I'm not, I'm giving this like a 9.5 or a 9.9 .9 out of 10. <laughs> okay. And it's because I would rather have it in like a, a sweeter, I'd rather have it sweeter just because of how, who I am. So if okay. it had like a Thai chili type of feel, like a Thai yeah. sweet chili feel or like a honey, honey, some, I was thinking you know, honey or something too, yeah. like that then it would yeah. give it that 10, but it's so it's, it's as close to a 10 as I can give it without it being sweet. What would you right. give it, Jeff? I, I'd say the same. Yeah. I prefer something sweet, but on top with like, that, so that we just had the fried chicken, but that wasn't the only thing that was served with it. Well, yeah. We had his loaded French fries and with real bacon, like real bacon pieces, not like sprinkled on bacon bits, but huge chunks of, of perfectly, perfectly fried bacon. Oh yes. In these fries. And I heard you and Dylan or you and Diana talking about the, about the cheese sauce that goes with it. Mm -hmm. um, I, 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 what were you guys talking about the cheese sauce? I'm not a big fan of cheese sauce myself. And when we say cheese um, sauce, we're talking so, about like cheese sauce, like, like, you know, like in the pump that you'd see at the 7-Eleven, yeah. you know? Yeah, okay, yeah. And so it was a good, it was a good cheese sauce. I, I'm guessing he did that more for convenience maybe or probably. Yeah, yeah, he probably did it more for convenience. Yeah. But like that whole dish was still like, you know, super high, over nine point five out of ten. Yeah. This and as Jeff said, this is we did not have bacon bits, real pieces of bacon. And we invite oh, yeah. you to make sure after this episode, you have a peek at the Instagram feed and look at how spectacular that dish looked, and and so good. Even we actually had that in line while we were waiting for our for the next thing that we're going to talk about, and people were asking mm -hmm. us about. It. It's like, what did you get that? Where where's that from? Yeah. And what's kind of funny is I remember eating this thinking, what's, you know, what's the description of this? And I remember going back and looking and it just said signature, signature fried chicken. Like, no, there's no description. It was just like, yeah, yeah it's just Ray's, you know, from Dope as Duck, his signature fried chicken. And I'll tell you, it's so, so good. But then like Ken said, we uh, actually had, um, we're, while we're waiting for our next chicken, we had this in line. So we actually went to the Tokyo hot fried chicken food truck. I don't know if it was debuted, but they had the Nashville ice hot fried chicken sandwich. And Kenny, if you want to give the description and maybe say it twice so people can understand really what's, what's in it. So it's the Nashville ice and it's called, you know, by Tokyo hot fried chicken. Now I remember seeing this on blog TO up two months ago and, and finding out, okay, yeah, they're like in, in uh, college street. So they're probably like somewhere around little Italy and yep. but the Nashville ice sandwich is base it's just called the nashville ice right it's a yeah. uh, spicy nashville oh it's tokyo yeah so it's karaji again right spicy yeah. nashville karaji that's it um spicy honey on an extra sweet brioche bun 
with mm. vanilla ice cream. Oh, sorry, with what, Ken? With vanilla ice cream. Wow. And even when we ordered it, he said, oh, we want the Nashville ice. The girl that was taking our order says, you realize that this is a fried chicken sandwich with ice cream. And I said, yep, that's exactly why we were here. I remember mm -hmm. I said, we saw this. I saw this two months ago on blog to I've been wanting to go. And then when street eats announced that they were going to be at the festival, I remember contact. Oh no. Did I contact you or no, I commented on, on that picture. And I said, yes, they're actually coming to Scarborough. I can't believe it. Post. Yeah. I've been yeah, wanting to try them, but you know, between the pandemic and just timing and everything, didn't get to try it, but we, I finally got to try it. Everything was good about it. However, for us, it was yeah. just over the top too spicy. It was. Like, so, holy cow. But um, if you like spicy, yeah, it was good. As a matter of fact, they won third, third place, didn't they? They did. Um, they tied for third as far as the, the whole contest. Isabella's, no, no, no. Tokyo got second place. Sorry. Tokyo yeah. got second place. Isabella's uh, tied for third and number one was uh, someone else. Holy Grill. Yeah, yeah the whole else. Grill. So, um, but you know, if they, if they got second place, just because we think it's too spicy, doesn't mean much. I mean, yeah, it was it was still a good sandwich. So yeah, if you uh, look at our Instagram, we do have the video of us eating it. Yeah. Thank God there was ice cream to cut the uh, the heatness of the chicken itself. But I understand people like their chicken hot, and this chicken was hot. That was so, incredible. Here's something that's interesting. I was you know, just doing a little research for our podcast today, this morning, looking around their website. And I guess, I don't know if they're Tokyo chicken, like they have, they have Nashville hot fried chicken and then Tokyo hot fried chicken. I don't know if their Tokyo hot fried chicken is spicy or not. And I wonder if they would have made like, like, um, they would have made it without the, the Nashville hot on it. If it just ice cream ah. and, the, and then, the fried chicken on a sweet brioche bread without so much hotness or, or without right. so much heat. And maybe we would have enjoyed that more. And so okay. I didn't even think, I just thought, Oh, the Nashville ice is here. I'm going to get it. And that's yeah. all I was thinking. So, so um, we still enjoyed it. I just think we, uh, if it wasn't as hot, we probably would have enjoyed it more because even like the honey was hot. It was like a spicy honey. Like oh yeah. Was hot. Exactly. Uh, right. Yeah. I'm on their website now. So the Karaji itself is just, uh, Marinated in soy sauce, garlic, ginger, and sake. Whereas your Tokyo hot fried is the same sauce, but with Nashville hot sauce added to it. Ah, see? And so I, I wonder if we, you know, if it wasn't so, like, because they did offer this to Tokyo fried chicken there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, I, yeah. So I'm wondering if, if you go to their store, if you could actually ask for the Nashville ice fried chicken, but not, but ask for the Japanese, the Karaji style, not the Nashville. Exactly. And, yeah. When we talk about it's hot, like it's not like we each had a sandwich. Like this is like what we did with uh, with Isabella's. We each had like a quarter, but like you know, just yeah. split in half and split each of those halves and halves. Yeah. Because we had just had a huge dinner with the family, and so we oh, kind of yeah. went there just to taste. We didn't go there That's to right. to like have a meal. We just went there to taste. And I, I we'll just give a quick mention. You you did buy a mango drink. Um, just yeah. to, and that also helped us cool our our tongues down. And what was the mango drink called? It was called the Mango Nada Supreme from Mango Like Desserts. And right. um, their brick and mortar, uh, you said that they're in Kensington Market. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. And so I'll give, like, I remember I said, listen, I'm going to go get some mango, uh, that mango drink, because we all just needed something to cool our mouths down. Yeah. And I kind of ran over and ran back and I just pointed at something. I said, hey, is that, you know, because 
you know, that, that looks like a nice smoothie. And it's a mango not a supreme. It's a chilled Mexican sweet and spicy smoothie made of frozen cut mangoes with either fruit punch, pineapple, orange juice, and freshly squeezed lime juice drizzled with and, and rimmed with a chamoy sauce and lots of um, tagine chili fruit seasoning. Yeah. And so there was some spice in that and it kind of awakened everything. It did. Yeah. Um, but not to you guys, but I was like chewing on like, uh, they, oh, it comes with this uh, um, tamarind fruit candy straw. And that thing yes. is spicy, but I didn't realize, like, I was like, this is spicy. Like, or, or like, I thought, I thought that was the Nashville ice that was creeping back up on me again. Mm-hmm. But um, the drink was good, but we kind of like, didn't really get to enjoy it because we were taking it because it, we just need to calm our mouths down, like, you know, yeah. off the fire. And exactly so we were right. able to have that. I'll probably go back to mango like desserts and like really when we get to enjoy what, the, what we, what we eat, oh, yeah. we'll just kind of scarf it down because our mouths yeah. are on fire. Exactly. So, right. So, yeah. And if I had known it was all that spicy, I probably would have pointed to, or, or maybe take <laughs> time and, and pick something else on their menu. Right. I just pointed at that and said, Hey, we need this. And I ran back over with it. So good thing they didn't have a lineup, even though I was able to be guest judge at the Mac and cheese festival. I I really, really had a lot of fun. I think I I actually argue I probably had more fun. Maybe it's because I was just, you know, because Dylan was there and Mm -hmm. I was able to hang out with you more. Yeah. A lot more fun at that, at that fried chicken festival. Um, yeah. And I had a lot of fun at the mac and cheese. So that says a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's such a successful festival. Again, um, I you want to try all three of those these places. They're in the show notes. And you know what? Before we wrap everything up, we did have a, our first question from mm-hmm. one of our listeners. Was it one question or two questions, Jeff? It was actually two questions. So let's um, uh, let's uh, and so a shout out to uh, to one of our listeners that sent us a question. Yes. Yeah. Um, her name's Jen. Two questions, actually. She said that, uh, what is the difference between ramen and pho? Okay. And second one, when we put eggs on things, do we prefer a certain type of egg or will any egg do, i.e. chicken, duck, etc.? cetera? Um, so just let you know, um, so Jen lives in the Picton area, two hours east of Toronto. Um, so they do have a good food scene in Prince Edward County. Some of the like, more exotic cuisines, like Asian, uh, African, are, are very limited. So she may not have, you know, the best choices there. So ramen basically is from Japan and pho is from Vietnamese. The broth for ramen is usually a very rich, deep pork one or chicken or beef, depending on what you're being served with it. So it's a broth itself with wheat noodles, and then it's garnished with the actual meat you're being served with, and then some fresh vegetables, and then the, like I mentioned before, a nice soft poached egg or the, the 165 degree egg. So the yolk is just just firm, but not solid like a hard-boiled egg. And pho is from Vietnam. Uh, the broth itself is flavored with five-spice powder, peppercorn, star anise, and other Asian spices. The meats range from beef, chicken, seafood, and pork. And as well, they serve it with like fresh bean sprouts and uh, Thai basil and maybe some mint. And it's served with hoisin sauce. And, oh, and they use rice noodles, like a, a broad rice noodle with that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ultimately, I mean, yeah, the, the biggest difference is that they're for different countries. But mm-hmm. I, can, I can see why she'd ask that because if you just kind of took a, a picture of each of them, they're pretty similar look. Yeah, they yeah, are. They absolutely. Are. And so, Jen, we hope that answers your first question. Mm-hmm. And the second question was when you put eggs on something, do you prefer certain types of egg? And now, Jeff, have you ever had 
a sunny side up duck egg. And I'm, have you, Ken, before I say anything else? I have not, but I okay. actually heard someone say, and I, okay, let me, let me just say this first before you give your commentary, that the yolk is kind of like, like sticky. It makes you kind of like, like you want water or something. Is that right? It is. It's a very richer yolk than a chicken egg. Again, because they're, they're a different breed of animal. Mm-hmm. And that's that's probably why. But yeah, it's uh, and it's it's a bit bigger too, of course, because ducks are a bit big, bigger than chickens. And but so, yeah, the, the yolk is a bit richer, deeper, and a bit more stickier than the chicken egg yolk. Do you like it? Because the person that talked about it didn't like. Like, would you? I prefer? like it. Uh, yeah. It, it, to mm-hmm. me, taste wise, was still there. It was still yolk. So I'll, I'll try to get some duck eggs, and we'll we'll, we'll do experiments. Um, of course, mm-hmm. the king of the eggs is the ostrich. Yeah, ostrich egg that's huge i think they said it's like 20 eggs regular chicken eggs and the ostrich egg so it is a large egg you know it would be cool i don't know how we get a hold of one of those but that would be cool to, to be able to <laughs> cook one of those up yeah. um and and you know the worst thing was if we finally get one and we as we're trying to crack it that we actually break the yolk that would be so oh i know disastrous and so um usually um we have uh chicken eggs um, because it's, rare, it's hard to get duck eggs. It's just harder, harder to get duck eggs. And then, um, on, on, w- although when I eat oh, sushi, I have quail eggs sometimes on mm-hmm. sushi. That's usually yeah. served on top of uh, the uh, salmon roe or on top of uh, cedar. Yeah. Super tasty. Yeah. I and like plus those. there's a, the uh, Filipino dish quack quack, which is basically a deep fried hard boiled quail egg. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think I've had that. Oh, you haven't? Oh, okay. Maybe I have. That doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. Yet. So uh, Jen, thank you for those questions. If you have any other questions, Jen or someone else, yeah, feel free to contact us either through our Instagram feed or, or any, any way you want to contact us through the show notes. You, you're more than welcome to. And uh, well, that's certainly this episode's food worth mentioning. And we're looking forward to next time where we talk about more food worth mentioning. That's right. And until next time, Irma's quote from Julia Child, people who love to eat are always the best people. And that includes my brother, Chef Jeff. And I'm, I'm, of course, his brother, Kenny Santos, and you as well, if you love to eat food worth mentioning. You've been listening to Santos Brothers Eat. Food worth mentioning. 